0: Blackstone Audio presents Falling Glass by Adrian McKinty It's no go, my honey love, it's no go, my puppet. Work your hands from day to day, the winds will blow the profit. The glass is falling hour by hour, the glass will fall forever. But if you break the bloody glass, you won't hold up the weather. Louis McNeice, Bagpipe Music, 1937 Prologue, on 238th Street My point, friend, is that this is not an affectionate homage. This is not an interior critique. This is not Jay-Z using what I advisedly called the N-word. This is a collection of clichés that actually undermines what it is supposed to be celebrating. This whole ethos is a paradigm in need of shifting, and the fact that it is generated by people, no offence, with only a tangential connection to the ursource source of that culture makes it all the more embarrassing. The barman nodded. So do you want another pint, then? One without a shamrock on the head? Killian sighed. It's not even about the shamrock, is it? It's the entire, vast, moth-eaten musical brocade. The whole shebang. This entire scene, brother, is at best a pastiche. But while we're on the subject of the shamrock, what's with the four leaves? Nothing could be simpler to remember. The Celts are polytheistic. They have many gods. St. Patrick wants them to worship one god, so he employs the shamrock to represent the Trinity. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Trinity. Three leaves. A four-leaf shamrock isn't a shamrock. It's a four-leaf clover. Do you see? I mean, at the bare minimum, we should both be able to agree on that. The barman, bar boy, really, nodded more firmly this time. I'll get you another pint, without the shamrock. I didn't know you was from the old country itself, so to speak. Thank you, Killian said. Although, the kid added, with a twinkle in his eye which Killian might have caught if he had been paying attention, you've got to give him credit for the snakes. Who? St. Patrick. "'You're Irish?' a voice asked from behind him, in the blind spot. "'A dangerous place for anyone to be.' Killian flinched and turned, his hand reaching inside his pocket for a ghost piece. A big guy in a ranger shirt. New York Rangers, that is, not Glasgow. Different thing altogether. "'Yes,' Killian said. "'Your accent's not Irish, though, is it?' the man said sceptically. His voice had a hint of crazy, and his eyebrows were madder than Freddie Jones's in David Lynch's dune. "'I'm from Belfast,' Killian said slowly. The man nodded slowly. "'Oh, I see. So not Ireland, Ireland. Have you ever been to Dublin? That's a real Irish city!' Killian's fresh pint of the black stuff appeared on the bar in front of him a mere forty-five seconds after he'd been promised it. "'Not a great sign. "'The barman, however, must have had concentration "'or even psychiatric problems, "'because there on the top "'was another four-leaf clover "'masquerading as a shamrock. "'Killian knew it was time to hit the exit. "'But before he did. Dublin's a nice place, "'but you have to remember that it was a Norse settlement "'for three centuries before it became an English town "'for seven centuries more. "'It's been an Irish city for ninety years.' Are you familiar with the aboriginal concept of the dreaming? The aboriginal what are the what now? The aboriginals believe that we have two lives, a life here on earth in what we call the real world, and a life in the dreaming, which is really the real world, where everything has a purpose, where we are more than thinking reeds, are part of some great scheme of things, and in the dreaming certain places are special, certain landscapes, certain settlements. Belfast is one of those places. The Neolithic people thought so. To them it was a holy site. Pristine birch woods in a river valley only just freed from a retreating ice sheet a mile thick. The Celts weren't interested in Dublin. It lacked a significance in their cosmology, which is why they let the Norwegians have it. Belfast lies at the confluence of three holy rivers. In Irish it means Mouth of the Farset, one of those sacred streams. Do you see what I'm saying?' The man in the ranger shirt nodded sagely. So you're Australian, then? he asked.